1: welcome back to talkville the ultimate smallville rewatch podcast where each week we go back and watch every episode of the show that changed our lives and discuss it with fans like you uh tom thomas welling welcome sir
2: thank you for having me thank you for having
1: me ryan taas hi <laughs> we're all weird today we're all really <laughs> we're, weird we're having a day we're having a day this is uh this is uh, we're doing shimmer today Shimmer is the episode, episode 10. I hope you're all caught up. So you're watching or listening with us and we're going to go over it. If you didn't get a chance to call in and leave your questions for this episode, make sure you get some in for future episodes. Please call in to our hotline, 213-538-2883. That's 213-538-2883. We ask you to leave your messages, make your messages short, to the point,
2: I was listening to this uh, Tom Petty radio station the other day on uh, on one of the satellites, and there was this recording of him saying, please call in, let me know your favorite songs, and please don't send me this two-page thing about the whole story. Just tell me the song and where you live, because that that's the kind of guy I am, and I was <laughs> like, that's
1: funny. Guys, our socials are Talkville Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Talkville Pod on the Twitter, and... Uh It really is important for you to write reviews and subscribe and tell your friends. We're just getting started here. We're halfway through season one almost. And we need your support. We need your love. Uh, If you want to become a patron and support the podcast, it really helps us, especially since we don't have a lot of advertisers in the first 10 episodes. (laughs) So go to talkville.com. Patr- no patreon.com slash talkville patreon.com slash talkville become there's different perks different perks yeah different things that you could uh, tiers and uh just support the podcast we really appreciate it and uh those that are supporting the podcast the most the top tiers get their name shouted out at the end of every episode by tom and myself it's a treat your name we, well we might even screw your name up we tend to do that lalana is it lalana
2: tom we still we still don't know I hope she calls <laughs> in to tell us
1: oh my lord uh without further ado let's get into season one episode 10 this is called shimmer you know this is like a uh kind of like a haunted house sort of ghost episode wasn't it
2: haunted mansion
1: haunted, haunted, luther, haunted mansion. luther mansion here we go episode review shimmer aired january 29th 2002 director was dj caruso which tom believes he directed other episodes i can't remember Uh, The writers were Alfred Goff, Miles Miller, Michael Green, and Mark Verheiden. Mark Verheiden. The guest stars, Kelly Brook as victoria hardwick uh we get to see her in a bathtub and uh why won't lex get seen in a bathtub i guess no one wants to see lex in a bathtub jesse hutch as troy turner ket turton as jeff palmer glennis davies as mrs palmer and azura sky as amy palmer now azura sky i don't know if you guys know but any diehard michael rosenbaum fans out there zoe duncan jack and jane and azura sky played my sister jane
2: huh isn't that
1: a treat No one cares.
2: And then she played your love interest, or you were her love interest in this.
1: Um, Yeah, she had a crush on me.
2: That goes back to the brother-sister thing that we talked about with Lana when we were in Boston. Yeah.
1: Here we go with a little synopsis, folks. I hope you uh, enjoyed it. I hope you took some notes yourself. I hope you called in. We're getting ready to do it. Here we go. Jeff Palmer discovers a strange green rose and extracts its oils to create a cream, which renders him invisible. Jeff uses his power of invisibility to attack Victoria. Meanwhile, Clark considers making a move for Lana while Whitney is distracted by his father's illness.
2: Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a synopsis, but that's not what he was doing.
1: Well, we'll get into it. You're, <laughs> al- you're already defending Clark.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, yeah. If somebody's internet went out right there and they heard that, they'd you know, I still want to know.
1: It sounds a little bit like, oh, man, Clark, what What is he doing? What What is he up to? What a jerk. At Smallville High, Amy Palmer is caught by Troy Turner obsessing over Lex Luthor in her notebook. Amy's brother, Jeff Palmer, rescues her. In the locker room, Troy gets attacked by a seemingly invisible assailant.
2: By the way, uh, did anyone else think Troy Turner looked like uh, Tom Cruise's son?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I see it now. He did. You mean the bully?
1: The bully guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that he's a guest star when he only had that one scene, that one moment, right? And it's considered a guest star
2: i guess i I don't know what the determination is but he he had a lot of lines he did
1: a good job uh by the way that scene in the locker room yeah let's discuss that let's discuss that uh i thought it was pretty cool but it was like he was getting the shit beat out of like these the weights were like lifting in the air from a ghost or something and smacking him in the chest and the locker door and the shoe kind of coming up it was a little hokey
3: but kind of cool oh that's what you want to talk about what were you going to talk about you want to talk about the fucking beefcakes!
1: oh yeah johnny Beefcakes! <laughs> oh, old clark kent
3: and pete ross
1: lifting some weights What are you guys doing how many push-ups were you doing before that take don't lie
2: i i th- <laughs> probably as many as i probably possibly could I, which i don't know what the number was but i know that you know whenever you have scenes like that you're trying to get that little pump and people are like oh you should use resistant bands no you should just do push-ups no you should eat a piece of chocolate it does something to your blood and i'm just like uh, all right
1: what did you do probably push-ups. i think we
2: probably just I'm sure Sam and I were like, you know, seeing who could do some more push-ups in the air. We were probably joking around about it more than anything else. And
1: then who lubes you up?
2: Uh, That was just the steam, I think. I don't remember if we had any oil. (laughs) There wasn't
1: (laughs) real steam in there.
2: Well, there is steam, but you're not shitting in a steam you know place the problem the is when you do all those push-ups <laughs> and then they're like action and you're like and you're like wait what's going on and you gotta like push it all back so it's,
1: it, it's a fine line but it's you guys very- look good you look good i thought it was i thought it was a fun scene i, I don't know why clark suddenly went you okay over there <laughs> it was like after he's getting the shit beat out of him over and over uh and he's like i don't know it's a, a ghost <laughs> Then you see Clark looks in the towards the showers and he sees that something, some skeleton, right? Yeah. Shimmer.
2: Shimmer. Shimmer.
1: The shape. At the beanery, by the way, our my air conditioning went out in the house. So if I start to perspire or I have uh, some kind of uh episode. Sorry. At the beanery, Clark <laughs> tells Chloe about the attack while Lana and Whitney are seen arguing about the blood drive. I need space. Okay well, if you can't be honest with me, I don't know
2: why we're in a relationship at all. And And then then... she takes 15 steps and goes, by the way, Chloe, you haven't signed up. Clark, you haven't signed up, which I thought was a very funny scene because you got to see Clark kind of play this. It's a comedy, but this sort of like, ah, what do I do in this situation with, you know, Chloe staring at him, Lana staring at him, and he kind of has to navigate that. I thought that was a fun scene to
1: watch. Yeah, it was kind of cool. And, uh, also the fact that clark obviously i didn't even need jonathan kent to tell the audience later on but you knew that clark couldn't give blood because he has some kind of super you know alien mm-hmm. blood and you could tell he was a little uncomfortable and i was like I don't well, if well
2: i remember discussing the needle wouldn't penetrate a skin
3: yeah that's it's like your parents that's say later like first. you do have an issue with needles
1: you it's do. just not the one that everyone thinks it is. no one can penetrate you with a needle right
4: uh-huh.
1: i didn't think about that yeah <laughs> At the Luther mansion, Lex and Victoria Hardwick are playing pool when Amy Palmer, who works there with her family, walks in to serve drinks and Amy spills the drinks all over Victoria out of jealousy.
2: Okay. I have a question. <laughs> sure, sure. So I watched this scene and then I don't—I got distracted. So I came back and I restarted watching this from this scene. Lex Luther shoots the pool ball, picks up the cue ball, moves it to where he'd like it to be, <laughs> shoots again, and I think moves it a third time. Is that how Lex plays pool? He just puts the he's ball wherever he's
1: practicing.
2: Oh. He he's just practicing shots that's all he's doing
1: because it was a little odd he's a good cheater or a bad (laughs) cheater uh you know and i thought azura was kind of you know creepy and like weird and she played Uh that really well um
2: kelly's character definitely picked up on
1: it who
2: kelly's character
1: oh yeah the the spill i mean that was pretty on the nose Mm -hmm. you know uh, Amy's mother scolds her to know her place, and Amy is caught fawning over an ancient faced watch, which we find out she stole. Yes. Clark arrives at the Luther Mansion to deliver an <clears throat> order of white tulips and finds Lex searching for a watch his mother gave him. While they talk, the flowers are thrown to the floor.
2: That was kind I of was creepy. Su- I was surprised that Lex Luther stayed on the ground through almost that entire scene. He didn't stand up when Clark got there. He's just like behind the couch. He's like, oh, hey, Clark. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was just comfortable. He was comfortable he was searching for the watch yeah he kind of s- squatted on the end of the couch like on his knees and like yeah tried to have the scene there trying to mix it up tom that's what lex Luthor's doing victoria snooping on lex's computer after logging into his luther corp account when noise is heard upstairs in her room clark lex and she rush upstairs to find the place ransacked with signs leave get out get out very uh amityville horror uh, i thought it was a lot the black light. Yeah. What was with that big light coming through though? Like the big like light and the thing. Well, cause it wasn't a ghost as we find out. So what was causing that?
2: The light was a little weird because we never saw anyone who could be invisible or shimmer ever make a light like that again. I, I don't remember, but I do feel like that whoever was in there was in there for like twelve hours <laughs> painting all that stuff. There's a oh lot of God. stuff in there. It was a lot of stuff too. Dude, do. that wasn't
3: that was some intense set design. It really was. It really didn't come back. It was just the one thing.
1: Yeah odd yeah. get out leave do you I'll, think oh, oh
3: the paint comes back later
1: oh yeah the paint comes back later what we're we gonna ask on the scaffolding yeah in the uh, luther mansion yeah
3: mm-hmm. no lionel
1: luther arrives in smallville to give Lex a hard time about having victoria at the mansion weaseling into luther corp
2: this was john glover at his best i mean he's in one scene he comes in he just takes all over and you know i, I just i love that scene he's he's so much fun and so scary but trying to be loving at the same time, there's so many dynamics to him. But that's John. I mean, if you listen to this podcast enough, I'll always tell you how much I adore him. So this is just another one of those stories.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always feel uncomfortable when I have to kiss people. It just feels like I was getting a little heavy on the kissing. I think I like kissing her. I don't know. But it was a little bit, uh, you know, it was it was a little much for me. I don't know. Did you guys feel the same way or you all all right with it?
2: I think the kiss at the pool table was more awkward.
1: Yeah. So you're,
2: you're kind of showing your dad uh,
1: Showing off
3: you're Showing off in front of your dad like, I don't care <laughs> Check this hey, out dad. Or and
2: what she's we find out Or what we find out later You're setting your dad up You're setting everybody up Lex is setting everybody up
1: Yes, pawns You're all pawns Clark helps Lana with the blood drive Avoiding donating by saying he's afraid of needles It comes out that Aunt Nell and Jonathan Kent used to date My crush used to date Jonathan Kent At at school, Clark uses x-ray to see what prescription Whitney has in his backpack.
2: Snooping.
1: Yeah. At the beanery, Amy tells Clark that she saw Victoria going through Lex's things. Clark arrives at the mansion to warn Lex, who says he's aware of it. Lex is very aware of it. And I think that was kind of cool that Lex is always a step ahead of everybody. He's like, I know. I know she's snooping around. I don't trust her. I'm just uh making love enjoying playing the game
3: it's all a game to you
1: it's always a game he's like no one you know because deep down if you look at it subtextually I think that Lex perhaps is someone who never feels like anyone will love him for who he is so he just takes advantage of whatever he can you know Mm -hmm. Clark tells him about Whitney's prescription Lex is familiar with the medication of course because his mother took it for her heart condition it's kind of an emotional scene it almost looks like Lex was a little getting a little teary-eyed talking about his mother I thought that was a really good scene between Lex and Clark
2: there's a couple I think there's two or three good hints or drops about Lex's mom in this episode yeah you watch you got this i think there might be one more but yeah i
1: think you could tell that lex really loved his mom and still hasn't gotten over it you know and i think that comes out later in episodes um here and there uh while victoria is bathing she's attacked by an invisible assailant clark re- rescues and is able to use x-ray to see the skeleton of the assailant leaving the room he leaves behind kryptonite blood after stepping on glass, now you had to take her out of the bathtub. So I assume Clark saw her naked. Yep,
2: Clark did. Yes.
1: And what did Clark think of that?
2: Um, uh, it's funny. There's, there's, <laughs> there's. They don't show anything where Clark comes in. And he goes, "Oh no, oh." Anyway, let me help you. Yeah, don't. They you don't th- there's none of that.
1: <laughs> don't you think Lex would have been like, it's "Not focused. bad, huh?" <laughs> Not jabs.
3: <laughs> he's like, he's like a kid in high school. <laughs> But yeah, that's the that, on the save count. That's the first nude save. That's the first nude save. First nude save. Yeah.
1: Talkville is brought to you by Good Chop. If you haven't heard us talk about this, uh, this this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable company. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high quality meat and seafood delivered to your door on schedule. I cooked some of these steaks, and it was the best meat i've had and i'm not i want i'm gonna name drop but i went well, i won't name drop. i went to my friend skeet's house and we barbecued and i put these on the grill and i don't know what it was but good shop completely sold me uh you can choose from over 70 high quality cuts 100 grass-fed ribeyes usda prime filet mignon free range and organic chicken breast pork tenderloin thick cut bacon uh, they also have wild-caught seafood, salmon, Pacific cod, scallop, shrimp, and more.
2: Tom, have you had this? No, this is good stuff, guys. Um, I've had it all, and I want more. I mean, that's, that's the easiest way to, to say it.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I really am. When I get these boxes, I get so excited because I know I'm going to be fed for the week. And what's great is it doesn't cost a fortune for this great. You could have quality meats. Uh, Good Chop's price per meal starts at just $3.74. And unlike a lot of companies, Tom, Good Chop sources its meat and seafood exclusively from American farms and fisheries, so you can support local family farms and independent ranchers right here in the U.S.
2: The products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness, so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want,
1: just like I do. Good Chop especially prides itself on sourcing meat that comes with no antibiotics or added hormones ever, no artificial ingredients, only the good stuff. And you know they're so they're so confident in this product as am I and Tom here uh, that they offer one hundred percent money back guarantee here. So love Good Chop or get your money back. This stuff's the real deal. If you want delicious meats or seafood, this is the place. Good Chop. Go to goodchop.com slash talkville120 and use code talkville120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. That's code at talkville120 at goodchop.com slash talkville120 for $120 off. goodchop.com slash talkville120 code talkville120. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time, but time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge.
2: Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com/talkville today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, a t l p dot com slash talkville i do i do remember that on the day you know she's in the tub and i got to run in and you know the tub's down there and, and and there was a whole discussion of like you know can you can you pick her up stand up and take her out of the shot or do we have to do it in cuts and i was like i i think i can pick her up and so we did it i ran in and it was i think we just did it one time and uh i reached down picked kelly up stood up and got her out and um she was I don't know. It's not that I was surprised how effortless it was because I was a little worried about slipping and falling or just falling. plus she's really wet.
1: So it's probably she's heavier with all too. the water, but no. you didn't fall. You didn't slip. She didn't fall. No. I assume I'm not being pervy here, by the way. I'm just saying I assume she's wearing stickies or something yeah. or clothing, yeah. right? She wasn't yeah. nude when you picked her up. Yeah. No. Okay. Just no. trying, just, just asking. It's just a question. You know. why I just had the question. I'm sure a lot of you were thinking that.
2: Now, if I remember, does it track that when she leaves that scene when Lionel comes in, she says, "I'm gonna, I'll draw us a bath." So you, Lex, could easily have been in that bath at the same time, which would have been really awkward for Clark to.
1: come You'd have with. had to take two people out of the bath, <laughs> dong and boobs out of the bath.
3: <laughs> Old D and Bs. clark sorry for getting a little risque (laughs) that not the name of your next dive bar d and (laughs) b's d and b's
1: dong and boobs (laughs) clark and chloe analyze the blood back at school of course because that's what you do at school and see its disappearing effects (laughs) they decide to check in i like that effect on chloe's hand
2: that was cool it it surprised me i had to like really like they just kept showing it and i was like what's happening and then
1: yeah i was like that's bizarre Yeah, that was really cool. They decide to check Amy Palmer's blood type against the sample. Clark confronts Whitney about the medication. Whitney's father is getting tests done in Metropolis, and it doesn't look good. He's been hiding it from Lana because she's already dealt with a lot of loss. Um you know, I thought I thought Eric did a good job as Whitney. I thought, yep. you know, he's just you know dealing with his dad's death or his dad's dying, and he's you know trying to cope with things that kids deal with with high school. He's got nobody to turn to. He can't even well, turn to his girlfriend. It's classic.
2: It's it's classic psychology defense where it's like when things are hard, you have a tendency to go inward and shut people out. When if you've ever talked to anybody that deals with mental health, you really should be reaching out. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, you get in, you get a a little window into Clark's respect for Lana and her strength. He gets to share that. Yeah. Sort of um, encourage Whitney.
1: And, you know, at this point, you know, Clark's kind of, you know, at this point, I think he's already tried to kiss Lana before Aunt Nell screws it up. I was like, I was like, oh my God, they're going to kiss. They are going to kiss. And they don't. And I'm like, good Lord. And when Nell goes in, I would have went right after it. She goes back inside. I don't know why Tom didn't say, hey, let's continue real quick. Let me give you a kiss goodnight or something. But no, old Clark Kent says, all right, I'll be respectful, completely respectful. I, I don't think it would have been disrespectful to give her a little kiss goodnight. No comment. Okay. Well, well she series
2: And the series ends. <laughs> and the series ends. Clark <laughs> shares.
1: This with Lex and confides that he would feel like he's taking advantage of the situation to go after Lana. Lex, of course, disagrees and says, what the hell are you doing, son? All my work, concert tickets, party at the Luther mansion. What are you doing, son? You're blowing it. Uh, Lex and Clark return to the Luther estate to search Amy's room and they find a shrine to Lex as well as his watch. And I thought, you know, I, Lex handled it really nicely with this pretty woman. Ca- pretty
2: casual, not offended. Didn't just kind of professional. Don't worry about it. Like you to leave.
1: He's known the woman in the family a long time. He feels bad, but he knows this is what's got to happen. You got to get the f out. It's time to go. You know, your your daughter's creeped one too many times. Clark finds Lana in his loft watching the sunset. Instead of making his movie, he tells Lana that Whitney really needs her. His move, surely. You meant his move. What'd I say? His movie. His m- Making his move, yes. I misread it. He's making his move. Um, uh, yes, he's making a movie with <laughs> Lana. Uh, you know what I really liked about this scene? I was like, they're going to use that same shot of the sun setting the entire scene, and they didn't. They kept changing it to make it darker and darker, and that's really... I thought that was really well done.
2: Yeah, it was subtle to where... Finally, when the sun was down, I was like, oh, that's right. There was a sunset. It didn't. And I thought that was there was probably two reasons for that. One, you know, our lighting department was, you know, award-winning level. Um, but also, it's probably, you know, no one wants to watch two people in front of a green screen and watch a sunset. You know, imagine if you flip that angle and you saw a sun going down the whole scene. Oh, it, would just
1: be like, it wouldn't work. work. It wasn't
2: green so screen? It was smart.
1: It wasn't green screen.
2: There's, there's no green screen in front of the I bar. I think they
1: changed the backdrop.
2: I thought it was green screen. Was it green I screen?
1: Maybe it was green screen. I don't know.
2: Maybe it was. I think I, what do
3: you guys was. think? I don't know. But, but then at the end, she's got to say, like, oh, we missed the sunset. Like
2: She they,
1: didn't they even say it.
3: that. She didn't? She goes, we missed it. We missed it. Which
1: yeah. I really like that Metaphor, line, we yeah. missed it. It's kind of plays into the whole series. He we misses miss it all point. the time. Throughout the whole episode, they miss it. They miss the opportunity. The opportunity presents itself many a time, and it's blown. And it's sad. And is it an ironic? <laughs> Don't you think (laughs) Uh, at the mansion, the Palmers are packing up when they leave. Lex is attacked. This is one of the first times of many times that Lex Luthor will get knocked out unconscious. I thought the makeup was pretty good. I thought, you know, the bruises and shit on Lex's face. uh, You know, I I bought it. Um, Chloe shares that the blood sample doesn't match Amy, but is a match for her brother, Jeff. Clark rushes to Lex's mansion to confront him, where he finds Lex bound and being tortured by an invisible attacker. I thought this was a pretty cool scene. I thought it was a little abrupt when he threw Jeff once, and that was it. I was hoping there would be a little more of a attack. I like the ball and chain kind of hitting Clark's face and breaking into pieces. Um, I like the paint kind of goes on half of his face, and one part's invisible because it didn't hit that part. Um, poor Jeff. Now, the thing is, Jeff survives yes so I wonder why he hasn't come out saying I saw Clark's powers we never hear from. oh Jeff he
2: the concussion after he got hit definitely took care of that oh yeah but, you know in, you know in the, in the writer's room of Smallville I, I always picture this like sign of like when in doubt hit him in the head <laughs> yeah they can't remember like, stuff you're like oh we're stuck how do we get out of the situation I know They hit him in the head, and he forgets he saw anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jeff explains how he found a green rose, studied it, and used it to make a cream that reflects light and allows him to become invisible. Clark fights off Jeff, covering him with paint to expose where he's at. Smallville Police Department and ambulances arrive to take him away. This episode is one of many television appearances that the American Red Cross made this year in an attempt to strengthen its brand recognition. An American Red Cross banner also appeared in episodes of of, of of 24 and CSI. Amy Palmer's Shrine for Lex Luthor features an article about the bank robbery from episode X-Ray in 2001, which we went went over. Uh, Bumper sticker quote of the episode. He's not always there when you want him. But he's always there when you need him. Lang,
2: Mark. Mark. And she said it right to his face. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yep. DC Easter egg. Victoria's laptop screen says Cadmus on it. Cadmus Labs is in charge of Project Cadmus, which is a fictional genetic engineering project in the DC Comics universe and has been in the extended DC universe in the DC TV shows and cartoons as well.
2: Isn't it also the name of the lead character in Hunter Games?
1: Is it? His name is Katniss? Katniss.
2: The girl.
3: Katniss. 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 Yeah. Oh. You
2: Close. would
1: know that. You want some Let's more nerd. I said that. Nerd.
3: <laughs> Everybody knows Katniss Everdeen.
1: No, not me. Well, par- Superman Parally, I don't. Superman nods. Here we go. Pete tells Clark you're hardly the flying type, and Chloe is saying that blue would suit Clark. Hmm. Craig at Krypton Sight notes. Craig, our good friend at Krypton Sight. Go there for all your Smallville information. Azura Sky Amy Palmer played Michael's sister on Zoe, Duncan, Jack, and Jane. I told you that one. Guest star Jesse Hutch, who played Troy Turner, would return in the season two episode Redux. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Redux was one of the worst episodes ever. I can't remember. Isn't it redo? It says Redux. Does Redux Is, is mean? it
3: pronounced redo? Is that what it's I have no it's idea. It's R-E-D-U-X. I don't know this.
1: No, why would you spell redo Redux. it's French? I don't know. Okay. Redux. I know there's at least one looking out into the sunset scene. Yeah, he Bryce says it might be a good opportunity to talk about these fake exteriors on the barn set that was built on the soundstage. Well, yeah. most of the sets were built in the soundstage, but in the first few seasons, Tom, we had a lot of exteriors because they only had Luther Mansion, the Kent Farm, and not much else. Maybe the beanery.
2: Yeah, and and, by, and and the beanery was a horrible place to shoot because it was just a little cafe that wasn't built to have room for cameras and lighting and everything else. I really hated shooting there um, just from a efficiency point of view. Um, but pr- basically every time you see us inside, we're on a set except for, you know, and then, you know, by the couple years later, we have our own. We've taken off, taken over four of our soundstage. We have a whole, uh, you know, we built all those caves. We built a whole street in Metropolis. We like took over this whole town that we were filming in
1: are there any episode or anything in the episode that you remember besides the bathtub incident of course (laughs) uh was there anything that you recall or is it kind of a blur uh
2: it's a bit of a blur i i remembered a lot of the scenes i i remembered sort of being there but there wasn't there weren't so many crazy behind the scenes stories for this one for me the next one we're gonna do i have a lot for some reason but um on this one i just I, I remembered sort of being there and everything being great, but I don't, nothing really like, Oh, you should know about this part. Um, I
1: remember scenes with Victoria, with Kelly Brooke. I remember she was just, she wasn't like an actress. She didn't like do tons of accuracy things. Actual actor, actor. She
2: was like a, a like a supermodel. She was mm-hmm. like a, and and, and she, I thought she did great.
1: And I thought she did a great job and she always mm-hmm. wanted to rehearse. She really wanted to be as good as she could be. And I thought she did a nice job. And, um, it was a joy to have her on set. I just remember she was a good... There's certain people that when they come on set, they add a little energy, they add a little fun, a little joy of filmmaking, the process. And then there's some people that are a little more intense or a little withdrawn or just too nervous. And she was just a team player. I do I do remember that specifically.
3: Well, I got a question. It looked cold. There, You could see a lot of uh, Breath? breaths. Breasts? What, what, breasts. Well, that was covered because of... T- television right no breaths i saw a lot of
2: cold breaths it was well
3: cold. i'll tell you why that's the first time probably i noticed october, it.
2: it was probably october by the time we were shooting yeah
1: this. because the next episode which we'll go over it, it there's there's a scene where we shot till 6 a.m and it was freezing i remember going oh my god i'm gonna be doing this for the next six years
3: that's what i thought i mean was it brutal just being outside for all those um
1: yeah vancouver got pretty freaking cold and rainy and just you wet know, cold Wet and cold, you know. As beautiful yeah. as it could be, a couple of months, maybe a year. Most of the time, it's not pleasant. I hate yeah. to say that any Vancouverites out there, but uh you know, for seven to ten years, Tom and I experienced this, and it's the most beautiful. Uh, well,
2: it's also like you know we're in wardrobe for the for our characters, and when our view of the crew, the crew is in insulated down parkas with like. <laughs> Big old Sorel boots and gloves. And yeah. Like, like and this. I'm bald. And he's bald in a suit. You know, it's, it's, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. We ended up, we ended up creating these, um, these elastic belts that would hold hot pocket things. Yeah. Those hot
1: <laughs> things that you you'd, shake and they get really hot. You yeah. You could
2: put them, you could put them under your wardrobe and then you'd stuff those same things in your front pockets, and your back pockets and in your shoes. And that helped your core temperature at least sort of be okay. Um,
1: I'm pretty much sure I put one down my pants. That'll work. Did they at least give you a hat. <laughs> that'll work. <laughs> that'll work.
4: What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 Seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit justcapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business.
0: Furnished by Just Capital.
1: The hotline is two one three-five three eight two eight eight three. We've got some calls. Uh top patron privilege. If you want to join Patreon again, go to patreon.com slash talkville, support the podcast. We need you. Here's a message. Uh this one is from Leanne. Let's see what she has to say.
0: Hey guys, Leanne here. So quick question about Shimmer. I was wondering if you guys in twenty twenty-two, looking back at this episode, if you would rewrite anything in that episode. Um I was very impressed with how Smallville dealt with Amy's crush on Lex and how his response to it, realizing that she needed help. It was a mental health issue versus him being angry and upset. And I was wondering if you guys were to write the episode now would in 2022, would you change anything? Keep it the same? Um, I guess that's it. Thanks guys. Appreciate you.
2: Tough question. If you really dive into, I mean, the, Quick answer is no. I, I thought it was handled well, like she said, by Lex. I think it was someone who, it seemed like someone was confused and wanted something they couldn't have. And they, 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 they did things in the wrong way, the incorrect way to try to get them and to blackmail people. And um, you know, that's, that's never good, whether it's 2022 or, or back then. So I didn't, I didn't feel like there were any big gaps in the story. I think everything kind of added up. Um, I would have liked to have seen Lionel a little bit more. There we go again. Yeah. But uh there was no need for him to. So
1: I don't know. I think the thing about invisibility and you never see it again in any episode or any reference to it. It's kind of a crazy thing to be able to become invisible from some kind of plant that has kryptonite or whatever in it. And it seemed a little much to create to create this invisibility and then never reference it again and never, you know, other people not using it and whatnot. And um it felt kind of ridiculous, but uh, again, you got to suspend disbelief in a lot of these episodes with the kryptonite poisoning and the river with Henry and uh, hourglass and, you know, the, uh, the cool and the, you know, hothead. And, the, you know, there's, there's certain things you just have to go. Okay. <laughs> just, it's, it's one of just,
2: these. He's just named every episode. But,
3: <laughs> but this one was tough because he wasn't really like the main, like he was just sort of, I mean, maybe that was the point. Like he was just in the background the whole time. he's That's protecting he was his sister. He was just protecting his sister, but he wasn't like a focus right of anybody's and maybe that was the point now that i say it out loud yeah that he was in the background i think
2: one of one of my favorite things about the episode is when the mom confronts (laughs) her and and the brother walks in he's wearing a a purple sweater and a green (laughs) t-shirt and i just remember being like is that a and she was wearing purple and i thought maybe it was a luther corp thing i don't know maybe maybe
1: maybe since they're working for the luthers or lex Yeah, yeah maybe here we go uh this is crystal
2: crystal what's your question
1: crystal let's
0: hear it Hi, this is Crystal Cross from Iowa. I love the use of paint in the episode Shimmer. The brother paints the meteor rock rose juice on to become invisible and be right in the midst of everything, just like David did with Napoleon's mother, painting her to make her visible right in the center of it. And in the end, the brother is then painted with yellow and red paint and becomes visible right in the middle of that room. We don't know why the paint is on the scaffolding there, but it's conveniently there noticed the whole episode. Do these little all-too-convenient things that Small does ever bother you? Do you ever laugh and say, why?
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have been, like, nice if somebody said early on Lex was like, it's like, oh, Lex, uh, you know, maybe some construction workers walk out. You know, they're painting something in the Luther mansion. or Just to, to reference it so later on you're like, okay, I buy it that there was paint in the Luther uh mansion but
2: was it but was it the paint that was going to be used to clean up the room upstairs that was spray painted I don't know that's what I kind of convinced myself of
1: that's why there was (laughs) convinced myself of (laughs) but yes I think that you know there's a lot of convenience in in the storytelling at times um to kind of wrap things up and later on I think when there's more through line into next episodes and episodes carry on with character and story it becomes more interesting. But when, when everything's wrapped up in a nice little package, it kind of, you know, sometimes it's, gets a little annoying.
2: Well, they call it the coda. Uh, It's the fourth act where everything does get wrapped up because the show was designed where every episode is basically standalone, but the design changes,
1: you know, it becomes different. I mean, once the episode, the, the series goes, we, we work on character and character development and story and plot lines and all these things that carry on and aren't just wrapped up in one episode, which I find more interesting, but I hear what you're saying. I just burped. Sorry.
2: What did you eat today?
1: I I haven't eaten yet. That's probably the problem. But I've been drinking a little bit. Here we go. This is uh, sweet. (laughs) Nolan. Nolan's got a question. Nolan, thank you.
2: Drinking a little bit. Hey, my name is
3: Nolan. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I have a question for uh, Michael about the episode Shimmer. Uh, Did you have any sort of a hand in uh, getting uh, Azra Sky to uh,
2: guest star in this episode? Uh, Thanks, guys.
1: Nolan, thank you for your quick question. i really appreciate that um
2: maybe a quick answer
1: a quick answer would be i heard something and um i immediately called and said she's awesome yeah but that was it so whether they listened to me or not but i think they probably sort of listened to me and knew that we were going to work together so thank you nolan this is michelle
0: hey you guys um my name is michelle i'm from saskatchewan canada and this question is in regards to the episode shimmer I was just curious, because in this episode, Lex has a stalker named Amy, and uh, just wondering if you guys ever actually had to deal with that in real life. You don't have to answer the question, but I am always curious about celebrities and dealing with um, fanatics or, you know, good fans. Thanks. Bye.
1: Well, 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 we're getting down to the nitty gritty, aren't we? (laughs) Michelle, uh, I have experienced it a little bit. I've had some weird things where, you know, uh, a woman followed me home from a bowling alley. Well, you know, why wouldn't you, <laughs> I guess? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, and left a note on my door that says, hey, I, I saw you at the bowling alley and followed you back. I just wanted to say, here's my number. And if you want to go out for coffee or something. And I just felt creeped out. Like she followed me home to my home and posted a note and I was like I didn't know she's gonna come back what was wrong if something was wrong with her but you have to draw the line you have to sort of say hey you know we've got to we've got to separate that and you have to do it quickly is and,
2: it you know that's sort of what Lex went through in this episode yeah
1: and I've had to do it I've had to do it where I'm like whoa 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 hey you're cool you're awesome you're but the, you know this is not this is no we're i gotta draw a line don't we can't cross do not cross this line and uh and most people are respectful so it does happen um you wish it didn't you wish that you know everybody would be respectful and um you know tom have you experienced it
2: i mean i basically would just say exactly what you said same thing a couple different scenarios um and 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 you tend to worry that for the other person more than than the actual threat to yourself but yeah. I mean, I think just, you know, there's boundaries and, you know, let's, let's just keep it cool. This is an entertainment, it's a TV show, you know, we're acting, we're not these people. And you know, that's the reality. So I, I agree. I think it's just, you know, keep it cool.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. Oh, Dave. What does Dave have to say? Hi,
3: this is Dave Langan again from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania.
1: I'm watching Shimmer right now, but it can't pertain to every one of them because it goes on all the way through. Why is it when
3: shooting somebody in a scene that they're in a car, the headrests are always removed, even if they're in the car by themselves? Just, I've been curious about that one.
2: <laughs> I, I think so. Lex doesn't get his makeup on it. No, I- Maybe, the board, it, maybe. it's just looks better on camera. I mean, that's the simplest answer. I never noticed that. Did you guys notice that? I don't know if I noticed it, but I, ju- I know that, that it happened. And it's because otherwise the person just has this block behind their head and it's not very cinematic. <laughs> it's not it's right. the same thing with the same thing with seatbelts in the car. You know, we're supposed to wear seatbelts and a lot of times, it, you know, I don't know. You don't always, you have it across you, especially when you're doing a stunt in a car, which sounds ridiculous because you would think you would have a seatbelt on. But if the, if the car is stopped and the shot begins that your character has to get out quickly, if if no one's ever told you you should do this you 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 have the seatbelt across you but you tuck it underneath your leg so when you reach you're able to just pull because you don't want to be going oh click 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 and then try to get out of a car um john schneider taught me that that was an old dukes of hazard trick
1: ah interesting he would know uh thank you for your questions Uh, i appreciate it we have so many episodes coming up so if we didn't get to your question There's only 190 more to uh, call (laughs) in about 213-538-2883 is our hotline. Remember, our socials are Talkville podcast on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Talkville pod on Twitter, uh, Patreon.com slash Talkville to become a patron. Um, Overall, you know, I did not hate this episode. There were some very good moments. There's a lot of Lex. There was a lot of Lex. I, I, I didn't hate my performance in this one.
3: This I is thought, this is an episode where they really uh, hammer home the, the fact that you like that you guys are becoming friends. Like, this, I noticed this one was like they're really like because Clark is just now showing up at Luther's mansion like unannounced. Yeah, with like, flowers. With flowers, right? And, like this is they're really trying to like hammer home like oh these guys are gonna be friends now. Like this was one what? episode where I really noticed that.
2: Yeah, and when and when Clark shows up, there's that whole thing where he's got the flowers and he's approached. Lex doesn't know, and Lex turns around. And I think it's one of the first times where Lex goes, Clark, how'd you get in here? He didn't say that. He's just yeah. happy he's there.
1: Yeah. Maybe he said to his guards, hey, Clark Kent, he can come in whenever he wants. If he has a problem, he
3: comes here. Now, did you guys have that agreement with your trailers by this point? Were you guys buddies yet?
1: <laughs> no, I don't think I could just walk into Tom's trailer. and might get a little annoyed. <laughs> he was never in his trailer. He was always working. That's true. Rose and bomb rating system, folks. What did you rate this episode? Remember, three roses is the best. Two roses, one rose. A heater is right down the middle. Neither here or there. And then one, two, and three bombs. Ryan, we'll go to you first. Think think about this one. Uh-huh. Remember, I always compare things to the pilot. The pilot
3: was a three. What was this? I think there were a lot of good scenes. I think there were a lot of unique scenes based on the uh, like what they could do with a villain. Uh, we're sort of establishing you or Lex and Clark as pals. There was some Lana tension. Uh, I'm going to give
2: it a 1.2. 1.2 roses. Yeah, Are you very this, unique. This, this, yeah. Does someone have to add this all up at the end, and somebody's going to be like, "Why 1.2?" I don't That's know. I'll just give it, it. I'll give it a one. I'll give it.
3: Let's go yeah. with one. 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 One rose.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. One
2: rose for Ryan Tans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tom Welling, sir. Uh, one. I had already decided it after I watched it. I to
1: one. this is the first time I think we're all in agreement. Or I maybe not. I
2: could have gone Heater to be honest, because it's this isn't a this isn't one that I, if somebody said I've never seen Smallville, this would I, this would not even be considered. I wouldn't even come to mind to show them this one.
1: I I agree with that. I thought it was enjoyable. I thought there were some great moments. I'm going to give it. Um, wow, well, now you now you say that it's either half a rose or a rose. Um, I
2: I I, I could have gone Heater, but I I wouldn't.
1: I'm going to go a half a rose. I'm going to go a half a rose because there's some nice scenes, but it was a little hokey, but it was, uh, you know, um, give the director credit for shooting something that probably on paper was not as amazing. I mean, it was, it was, but it was good. There was a lot of character stuff. So remember anything over a heater is, is good. So half a rose uh, for me, a rose for Tom, a rose for Ryan, um, death count and save count. How many people got saved and how many died? Zero died in this episode. Jeff is taken away in an ambulance, but no one died. Two people are saved, Clark Claves. Clark saves Victoria Hardwick from drowning and saves Lex Luthor from Jeff Palmer. Through 10 episodes, 14 dead, 20 saved. And now it's time for Ryan's favorite scene. He's okay. gonna write down three scenes and we will guess which one was his favorite of the episode.
3: Okie dokie. All right, uh, first scene where they discover the room full of paint. Uh, and they're, they're investigating the ghost. Mm-hmm. Get out, um, leave, get, get out, leave. Uh, then that's number one. Scene number two, uh, just, uh, on the, on the porch with Lana where things are getting romantically tense. It was very, very interesting. interesting. And then, um, pervert. Yeah. Well, scene three, uh, the final fight with, with the invisible guy in the paint and the slow-mo glass break.
1: I'm going to say Tom and I both agree. It's number two, the kiss with Lana.
3: Well, you didn't kiss Lana. Well, the about to kiss Lana. You guys oh, both. Was he was both said two. Yep. Oh, no, I like the last one.
2: Oh, you son of a bitch!
3: I thought the fight was cool in this one. Uh, you minx! I know. You really? Well, if there's if there's no uh, if there's no Enrique in the background, then what's the point of a romantic scene? You know what I mean?
2: Well, that's true. I can be your <laughs> hero, baby.
3: If you if you can't match that needle drop, then yeah. Uh, no, I thought it was cool. Uh, the with the the paint, the effects, the uh, there was a little bit of slow mo, like uh, and you know uh, that.
2: So sorry, yeah, go ahead. Back. That was it. Um, one of the things about shooting an episode like this, where practically when they're when they're filming an invisible person, that invisible person, believe it or not, is not there. So <laughs> they, there has to be a lot of discussion of what they're looking for, so that later they can put in those visual effects. And um, I think that carries over to like the fight, and even the next episode we're going to talk about. All that slow mo movement stuff, we were still figuring it out, you know? So, Mm -hmm. and and I think we pull it off pretty good.
1: Yeah. You know, I have to say, you know, watching this episode, I remember Shimmer. I remember, I remembered the episode.
2: Your friend was in it. That's a big part. But
1: I do, I just remembered it was the only one that was kind of a scary feel, like a haunted house, ghost kind of thing, haunted mansion. And I overall,
2: (laughs) what wouldn't have been so funny if Lex walked into that? That room with the graffiti and he was just like i love a good horror moment (laughs) like because you're such a fan and you know lex doesn't wouldn't talk about that but like you must have been fighting that a little bit
1: oh yeah you know i like the creepy factor i think you know because i like horror movies that um this one made you know i kind of enjoyed it um i'm not sure the effects hold up 20 some odd years later no at times they do but remember this was top of the you know, this, these, these effects were amazing back then.
3: On for, And for TV as well. For
1: TV especially.
3: It's a huge deal. Yeah.
1: Um, and I always like, you know, I always I never really noticed it that much, but Annette and John together are just really good, you know?
2: They're so great. There's so many moments where, you know, one of them is talking to Clark about its situation, and before the decision is made from the parent, there's a look between the two of them. And it, again, we'll see it in this next episode. I know we keep seeing that. But it becomes more prevalent. But there's just that look, and it's it's showing teamwork. It's showing an unspoken trust mm-hmm. and respect. And I, I they pulled that off so well, the two of them.
1: I really wanted them to kiss. I know they can't, they couldn't for the series, but. Arnold O'Toole and John Schneider.
2: No, yeah. So was-
1: <laughs> no, Tom and Tom and Lana, <laughs> Clark and Lana. That scene was really good. It was just really good. It was just very, you know, you're moving know. in, you're moving in. She's looking at
2: you. What's gonna happen? Oh my
3: gosh! You're caught up in it, and then bam! And is Mel. she gonna
2: cheat on her boyfriend right here on yeah. camera?
3: Yeah, her, yeah, her Canada came out in that scene. That the the line that you read. What'd you say when she said uh, that's the thing about Clark Kent? <laughs> I, I heard it. All oh, that's all you I heard. Her her Canada showed, and I and so did Whitney's in this episode too. They both said a boat when they're arguing. uh I'm, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that. Yeah, we should sure count
1: of the amount of the boots. <laughs> I think, I, Laura, I, think skew, I think when
3: Laura, I think school.
1: I think when Laura <laughs> Vandervoort gets uh, on the show, there's probably going to be some more Buttes. Oh, great! She's uh, from Toronto. <laughs> uh, a lot of Canadians on the show. Um, Cheaper. Uh, that's it. That's it for this episode of Shimmer. Stick around next week as we get close and comfortable with the episode called hug. It's number 11. Make sure you watch it. Call into the hotline. Please we, call
2: in. Cause we can't, I tell you right now, we don't know why it's called hug.
1: Well, we're going to we talk about that in the next episode. We'll talk about it. Cause I have an idea. All right. I have an idea why it's called hug. I can't wait either. Let's take the discussion, the discussion online. Let us know your thoughts on the episode over on our socials at and are at talkville podcast or talkville pod and if you want to let us know your thoughts for other episodes for season one leave a voicemail over at 213-538-2883 and um anything else boys ryan always a pleasure
2: thanks for having me
1: thomas Welling. thanks
2: ryan see you guys
1: all right it's time for our top tier patrons they get shout outs we love them we're going to read their names we thank you if you want to join patreon go to patreon.com slash talkville support the podcast and uh keep listening here we go with the shout outs tom take it away
2: nikki g Leanne p raj c santiago m suzanne b
1: leah s little lisa tom t sophie m betsy d liliana a Abby p
2: chris f kimberly e Jeremy V, Michael H, Ray H, Karen M, Design OTG, Danielle B, ninety nine more, Lilani N, katherine
1: P, Brett G, Super Sam, always hold on to Smallville, Farrell T or Farrell, however you want to say it, Jeff E, Estevan G, DJ Kento,
2: Garrett W, Just JTR, Kimberly L, Teresa, Justin S, Eric W, Tom and Tony V, Rodolfo V. Jason W,
1: Osama A, Nancy D, Megan H, 10 R10K, Justin T, and Lucy O, Grape Jelly 817.
2: <laughs> Jeremy G, Anna M, Amanda R, Brandy S, Teddy127, Michael P, Ryan R, and Michael's favorite.
1: Grumpyitis. <laughs> Jordan M, Hillary B, The Blur, TH3 Blur, The Blur, Craig G, Christine R, Polly Anna, Karen P, and Derek G.
2: Jor E, like Jor L, mm-hmm. Richard S, Heather and Greg, Nico P, Mark D, Chase and Ramona, Brian H, Kelsey T, Jason M, DJC, Georgiana, B. Georgina, 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 I'm sorry, Georgina B, and Eric K.
1: And don't forget Kevin E., Craig, and Ashley Ryan. We couldn't do this show without you. We love your support. we are going to keep doing this as long as you do. Tom, always a pleasure. I'll see you in the Thank next you, episode. Sir. Can't wait to, to watch some more episodes and uh, do some critiquing.
2: And uh, I'm looking forward to the next Inside of You.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't forget to listen to my podcast, Inside You, with Michael <laughs> Rosenbaum. Will Wheaton is on this last week, so check it out. We love you.